0: And welcome to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn, a storytelling game radio show featuring guests from the New York City Hive and beyond with theme music by Jasula. Find out more about her work at jasula.com. Well, wasn't that easy to say. Um, And even more to say coming up right now because I have some fantastic guests with me uh, from Jasper's Game Day, and I want them all to introduce themselves individually because we have a lot of people in the virtual
1: room today. So why don't we go around? Uh, Fenway, you want to start? Absolutely. Hi, everyone. My name is Fenway Jones. I'm also known as Fenway the Teen DM on Twitter. Um, and I am the founder and president of Jasper's Game Day.
2: Hi, uh, I'm Jeff Lampley. I am the deputy executive director of Jasper's Game Day. Um, I help manage all the staff and other volunteers that uh, make this such a great organization.
3: I'm uh, Lisa Heads. I am the Treasurer, a.k.a. Party Funds Manager. Um, I handle all the financial parts for Jaspers.
4: Yeah, and I'm Josh. Uh, I'm all over social media at Joshua M. Simons, and I get to oversee our um, uh, Jaspers Game Day Ambassador program, uh, which is kind of this new cool thing that we've introduced this year, um, and I'm I'm really excited about it.
0: Wonderful. Well, uh, thanks to all four of you for being here on Gameplay Radio. Uh, for those who are perhaps a little unaware of what Jasper's Game Day is, it's essentially a suicide prevention organization focused around Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, would you all like to talk a little bit about how you uh, work
1: towards suicide prevention? For sure. Um, so to give a little bit of background, we started three years ago um, after I lost two friends to suicide Um to, and I wanted to be able to use the experience that I had to be able to create more hope um, and a positive environment for the people who were going through um, the same thing. And so we kind of raise money through gaming, all different sorts, TTRPGs, video games, um, those sorts of things to uh, go to crisis hotlines and centers all around uh, the U.S. through the American Association of Suicidology. Wow. So, you host
0: game nights for people, and those game nights provide funds, essentially?
1: Uh, basically. So, most of our events are uh, larger conventions or um, stream weekends. So, that's mm. usually what we do for a lot of our events, but we do, um, do game nights every once in a while. Okay. Um, what's what's the community like of people who
0: show up to these events? Is it always the same people? Is it different every time? Um, I know it's kind of hard to say in the middle of a pandemic, but...
3: You know, we would go, depending on the conventions, obviously, where they're at locally, you get more of the locals. Um, and oddly enough, uh, our Discord server uh, launched towards the middle to end of 2020. And the pandemic actually mm-hmm. is what fed that. People who we've never had a chance to play with, um we've got to meet people who haven't been able to play for years because they either couldn't travel or didn't have a local place to play join so um and that's how the ambassador program started and we got to connect with people who were kind of doing their own thing across the country we've now centralized it so we can share in the in the gaming experience
0: oh tell me more about the ambassador program
4: uh that sounds like that's maybe where i should step in <laughs> um, yeah so uh with the ambassador program we're partnering with um streamers and other content creators um, in and around the tabletop gaming space, um, although we certainly haven't limited ourselves uh, to tabletop gaming either. We've got more traditional uh, video games as well, um, mm-hmm. as that's you know, a lot of what you may see on Twitch. But uh, we've got um, channels or individuals who are uh, putting out content and have agreed to um, partner with us uh, through this ambassador program to um, help promote the message and, and the purpose of, of Jasper's game day beyond just our sphere of influence in into many spheres of influence, which is just su- such an exciting thing.
0: I mean, very exciting and, and very exciting to get people together to kind of play games and like be open with each other. Uh, but you have um a, an event coming up relatively soon. It's called virtual winter fantasy, February 4th, to 7th by, uh, your website's information um what kind of virtual
1: event is this one going to be so this one uh, we are partnering with baldwin games who is the organizer who runs winter fantasy and they are setting up uh, a convention um, to run all different sorts of games, and we are coming in to run a few games and raise money through tickets and also sell uh, what are called reroll tickets and a couple of uh, certificates that allow people to have pets inside Adventurous League games. You're doing a lot, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> yes we do this is what we that's what we do for uh, all different sorts of conventions that have us come in and then we do a lot more for the what conventions that we set up
0: uh what
1: brought y'all to
0: gaming as a
1: space for suicide prevention um so one of the friends that i lost his name was jasper he's the namesake for the organization and mm. he was my gaming partner in crime and so we went to conventions together and um, he was in the first game that I ever played of Dungeons mm. and Dragons. Um, and so when he um, passed away through suicide, I decided that gaming was uh, a niche that I needed to use for suicide prevention.
0: How has gaming been over over the years?
1: Like, what's been y'all's experience with gaming individually? I mean, there's, we all have a lot of different experiences with gaming. I think that um, something that we have all come to realize through Jaspers is that the gaming community is a family. And we, as an organization, are working to kind of build on that and make Jaspers mm. Game Day a, a family that is accepting to everyone and uh, make it act as a family.
0: Um. I absolutely love that. What about anyone else? Does anyone have other favorite games that they've played recently? Anything that they love to play with people in the Jasper's community?
4: If I can chime in here, I think something that is so fundamentally unique about tabletop gaming as an experience is it is this uh, powerful bonding experience. It's this community-oriented thing where you are are required to work together and collaborate with other people, which is this great... um, element uh, i think that really um adds to our mission uh, because we're all in this together we're all pulling towards the same goals the same ends um so uh, you know recently i've had the opportunity to be involved with some of our uh, charity streams and uh you know most recently i played in a witcher ttrpg game uh, with some other really cool people uh online uh, as part of a a stream um uh, just a couple weeks ago and and uh, what was so fun about that is there was one guy that I'd played in a previous Jasper's game uh, last time we did uh, an event online. But then I also got to play with total strangers, people that I'd never met before um, and people that I had known before. So um, it's it's really cool to see how all those connections um, continue to grow and you get to like make uh, new friends and, and, and watch as this bubble expands. Um, every time we do an event, it gets bigger and bigger and it's, it's so much fun.
0: That's awesome. I feel like, um, my experience of, of TTRPGs, it's, it's, it's so personal, uh, in a way, which is interesting, because um, it's interesting to hear y'all talk about, uh, Dungeons and Dragons as a community, because it feels like people really go, a lot of people go after TTRPGs in order to really, like, find stories for themselves and for, like, their friends, um, but it is a collaborative storytelling effort and it's a different story every time so in a way like it's one big community would you ever think of trying to play a ttrpg with everyone in your community find some sort of like mass storytelling thing
3: they technically have epics which are like that you know you have a whole room of, hundreds oh, really? of people in each each tape yeah so basically um when you have, when an epic it's typically like a saturday night at a convention um And you'll have all tiers They are different tables, and you'll kind of pick certain things like your table's doing, maybe sabotaging one part of a ship or something. Another one's got to clear this area. And so depending on how other tables do, we'll go forward and affect the game. And the energy in the room when you're playing one of those is incredible. And it's funny because you'll see people like the next day on Sunday, they'll be like, hey, did you play the epic? Yeah, what did you do? Oh my God, that was crazy. I mean, it brings a lot of people together very very quickly
2: sounds incredible
3: yeah i it's recommend uh, if you ever get a chance to play in one yeah,
2: it's 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 part of the dungeons and dragons adventurers league organized play so you'll really only find it in uh, you know the, the conventions where you're gonna have a lot of people together at uh, at one time
0: mm, not as possible these days but i hope someone out <laughs> they there have been doing them online yeah like huh. Discord groups and stuff like that?
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a little different than the energy, you know, like Lisa had said, being all in a room together and you're seeing people running around and running up to other tables to get information and things like that. It's, it's a little harder on Discord to, you know, to feed off of that. But um, they are still, you know, giving them a go.
0: I think that's probably kind of the motto of this past year and an eighth. It's just giving it a go. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um so i'm glad glad to hear people are are still giving it and going it well today we're going to be playing some dungeons and dragons which you know of course is uh a massive classic when we had talked about like what's to play y'all had kind of said that you wanted to play dungeons and Dra- dragons like specifically why dungeons and
2: dragons like you said originally it's it's the classic it's you know the the granddaddy of all, all the games and um, it's just been around and ingrained so long that I think it's an easy one for people to go to because the community is so large so it's an easy game to learn and with 5e being a, a fairly simplified system of it, it it's definitely made it more accessible to a lot of people uh, me personally, I and is my, my favorite far and away but uh, I also really love playing the Star Wars system uh, from, from Fantasy Flight and it's yeah. one i'm a huge star wars guy <laughs> but two the the narrative dice that they have is completely different than what dnd has um so you can you can fail at something and then another dice roll will will tell you like uh you while well, you failed but you also got some advantages to help out your your you know your group or something else you know can happen narratively in the story that would give your entire group an advantage, but you personally didn't succeed. And it's mm. it, was, it was a really cool system that way. So there was a lot of, you know <laughs> failures, but you get a triumph or something, you know, just like crazy Yeah, it's not like,
0: it's not all an absolute win or an absolute loss. Sometimes it's like right, I guess, yeah, but it, it's, it's really more, neat I guess, how, and kind of a thing.
2: Yep. It's really neat how that one comes into play, but um but yeah, D and D is uh, the the fantasy the high fantasy thing for me is just uh, so much fun.
0: Well, uh let's make sure we get into it. So we're going to be playing a um like a, a very a very battle-based kind of game for today, but I did create like two paragraphs of background stories, so <laughs> you know, classic DM stuff, so we'll definitely get into that in a moment, but first, I do have to read a couple of announcements for the radio station. So I'll read those real quick and then we'll get on into it. If you live in New York City and run for either fun or exercise, here's a way to learn something about the city while you're getting in your workout. City Running Tours is now offering neighborhood running tours designed with locals in mind. New York City takes pride in the diversity and character of its neighborhoods, and these unique running tours offer an opportunity to learn the history of a neighborhood and get personal recommendations from your guide. Choose from tours of 23 neighborhoods, including the East Village, the Upper West Side, Bushwick, Long Island City, and Roosevelt Island. For more information about the running tours and to see the list of neighborhoods and full tour schedule, check out their website at www.cityrunningtours.com slash newyorkcity and check out a live tour for every Saturday at 10 a.m. on instagram.com slash cityrunningtours and if you go out and do this, for the love of God, wear a mask. Also, Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and provide media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. As it has been for so many, 2020 was a difficult year for us financially, and every dollar helps us to stay on the air and allows us to continue our work within the community. Please help by pledging whatever you can. Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are, hey, tax-deductible, Uh, please support with a monthly pledge or one-time donation at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. Also, if you're curious about what else is going on with Radio Free Brooklyn, you could subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news and um, information about programming and events, uh, and that you can sign up for at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Um, Also, you can follow us for information on what is airing when, and just general stuff at Radio Free BK, basically anywhere on the internet. So if you're looking for us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you know where to find us. We've done it. Let's <laughs> get on into the gaming. Let me give y'all a bit of background. Let me read these these uh, two paragraphs that I'm honestly very excited I wrote. So I'll read the, these two really quick, and then we'll introduce our fantastic characters into the action. You four are on a mission of diplomacy, or rather your charge is. Frisette is a member of the royal family of the mountainous queendom of Kalashar. They have been tasked with traveling to the coast to personally welcome government visitors from the democratic island of Zane, where their ships arrive at the nearest town the docks. The queendom of Kalashar needs this to go well. There are whispers of rebellion and overthrow of rule in the streets, but without the knowledge of what is meant to replace it or how to make the new system work, the leaders need guidance. Your queen is willing to listen and understand, but there are many other royals, rich and pampered, who live in the palace walls, and they have not seemed so keen to lose power. Who knows what they might do, and if Frisset doesn't make it, the visitors of Zane might just turn around and leave them behind to deal with a messy uprising." So, you were hired by, Fris- by Frisette, uh pronounced they, them, uh, to protect them as they make this journey. Um, why don't y'all you introduce yourselves as you are hitting the road?
4: We'll, uh... Hello there. Uh, my name's Aiden. I'm a, a Halfland sorcerer, and uh, you know you'll you'll uh, recognize me because I've got these uh, really fancy robes that I wear. I got got uh, this one's purple on top, um, but underneath you can see I've got some some nice silks. I'm, I'm uh, well. I wouldn't say that I'm well-to-do, but I do like to dress nice. Um, uh, so you know, you better better watch out. Uh, don't don't spill anything on my clothes.
1: Amazing. Yeah. Um. Well. So. I'm Zalia, and uh, I am a large six foot five Aracocra, which is a large bird for those of you who don't know. And my feathers are very large bird, um, are green, and then it kind of fades from green to yellow, and at the very tips, they're orange. Um, And then I have a little, it, it looks like a nose piercing, but She's just trying to seem tough. It's actually like a Um, (laughs) clip-on. And uh, she wears a uh, white leather jacket. um, And uh, she is a uh, Twilight Cleric. I'm sorry. Did you say a toilet cleric? No, a twilight cleric. <laughs> <laughs> oh Holy Right there.
0: I was like, wow, that they really added some new um, classes that I was not aware of. Wow. Okay, twilight cleric. That makes much more sense. <laughs> well, at mean yeah, and... it's like a drunk monk. There's a drunken monk, so. There you know,
1: is. Like, However, mm-hmm. I don't really think that they would make a toilet cleric. I think that pro- that, that kind of um, has a little bit more than they want to uh, promote. Mm. Yeah.
3: <laughs> wow. There's someone out there right now writing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, well, uh, thankfully we're not doing that today. <laughs> Alright, who's next?
2: I, uh, I have uh, Falkith uh, Gizari um, Vengeance Paladin he travels the realms looking for mind flayers and, and other things that uh, he feels has wronged him. Uh, he's pretty straightforward. Love it. He, uh, he's not going to mince words with anybody.
3: All right. I am uh, Dahlia Greyhawk. Um, I am a winged tiefling, and uh, she wears some pretty normal standard looking um, leather armor. Um, but the biggest flourish is her bow. Her bow is painted uh, bright purple. And uh, she likes to have some fancy things at the end of her arrows because uh, she was originally part of a uh, traveling caravan and is used to putting on shows. Uh, so she uh, she shoots with a flourish out there.
0: Okay. Uh, Aiden, Xaelia, uh, Falkith and Dahlia, how would you say you came about this job?
4: Well, I've got some uh, connections with uh, some uh, some of the you know more well-to-do folk. Uh, so I fancy myself to be a more of a well-to-do folk myself, so uh, uh, we probably you know uh, I probably overheard someone talking about it honestly, and then uh, convinced them to let me do it. Uh, if not naturally, I probably use a little magic to uh, you know help persuade them that we were the group for the job.
0: Yeah seems like everyone else is is in agreement. Great. So, uh, (laughs) the four of you plus uh, your charge for set have made your way together um, along the trail uh, to the docking town. Um, And as you go along the path, you are in the, you pass through kind of more like a tightly wooded area. So... Uh, it started out like you were in this kind of you like descended from the mountainous region of uh, Kalashar and traveled through this kind of valley. And as things kind of flattened out, like more forests and trees grew up around you. And as as that happens, pretty much exactly in the middle of this, exactly in the middle of the road, you see two dragonborn. Both of them are blue. And both of them are standing there with their hands on their hips. One is uh, seems to be heavily armored, and the other uh, seems to be wearing, like, just kind of like a traveling cloak. But they're standing there in your way.
2: I will move up to the front, and why are you blocking our path?
0: Um, the one on the right says, well... My name is Marion. And the one on the left, who is the heavily armored one, says, And I'm Molon. And they say at exactly the same time, And you are not getting past here.
1: So, Twiddle D and Tweedledum got it. Alright, we need to get past here. This is kind of our route. We were hired to do this you can't really stop us. We would love it if you wouldn't try. Uh, Alright, so. What do we need to do to get you to move? They, Marion and Molon look at each other. And.
0: Marion says. 500 gold coin.
1: No, next offer.
0: <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to choose the 500 gold coins?
2: I like where the bird is going with this. The next offer will be the end of our blades.
3: I would like to jump up into a tree that's nearby and I want to scan to see if there's anything else below us waiting to ambush behind us.
0: Okay? Um make an investigation check. Okay.
3: Ooh. That's a 6.
0: Nope. You don't see nope. you don't see anything. It's just uh, these two in the trees. But uh as you are looking in one of those trees, mm-hmm. um, you get shot in the back oh. with an arrow. You are going to take seven, well, so seven damage from the hit and because it was a surprise, you're gonna take another five points of damage so.
3: Okay, so 12
1: total.
0: 12 total. Alright. And you look behind you and you see, um, yeah, a third blue dragonborn like, crouched in the bushes with the longbow. So, yeah, let's roll for initiative, guys.
4: I see we've been met by the blue man group. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Why did I not realize? Okay, amazing.
1: <laughs> Somebody was gonna point it out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's fair.
4: How would you like initiative from us?
0: Why don't y'all tell me your initiative orders? Aiden?
4: Uh, I've rolled a natural 20 on this here, a uh, beautiful uh, blue-green okay. die. Uh, for a wow. 23 total on initiative.
0: Wow, okay.
4: Let's waste that before we get into combat.
1: <laughs> Zelia, <laughs> uh, I got a uh, 15. 15, got it. Falketh?
2: Uh, much slower with a 12.
0: Okay. And last but not least, Dahlia?
3: I got a 13. Hey. I do have an arrow in my back, though, so that's probably just a bit distracting.
0: Probably hurt probably hurts a little bit. Yeah, I'm not liking it. All right. Aiden, you're up first. Let's
4: All right. Um, how far uh, ahead of me are the first two that we've met? I believe their names are Marion and Molon.
0: Yes, Marion and Molon are approximately... I'll say, like, 40 feet.
4: 40 feet, that's perfect. So I'm going to run forward, um, uh, and I'll use my full movement of 25 feet, which will put them at exactly 15 feet away from me. And I'll just kind of tilt forward a little bit as I uh, take my magic staff with a nice little crystal ball at the end. Um, And uh, as I uh, rub a a quick hand, I'll run it through my um, kind of curly red hair. Uh, I'll pluck a single piece of hair from the top of my head and uh, hold it atop the the crystal. um, As I cast burning hands through my staff, just at first level, nothing fancy, um, uh, which will require a dexterity saving throw. From the two of these uh, ruffians,
0: both of them. Okay. Uh-huh. And DC
4: What's
0: the save? is sixteen. DC is sixteen. Okay. Um, Marion rolled a seventeen. And right, Molan succeed. Rolled very low. Yeah. So Molan rolled Mulan a five. Take, so, yeah.
4: They'll take nine damage, uh, fire damage, if it matters. And then um, uh, Marion will just take four, as that'll be half. Um, And with that, I'll uh, just call out something. uh, uh, I'll say, um, you know, we could have solved this easily if he had just been willing to move. And that's my turn.
0: Marion, who has been distracted this whole time, kind of like laughing at the fact that uh, the archer managed to uh hit somebody and kind of gloating about that leaps out of the way but it's still just very flustered uh molan just kind of takes it and goes ow okay uh but now it is uh the archer's turn so the one in the woods behind um dahlia is going to take another shot <laughs> At Stalia, here we go. Okay, that was a thirteen to hit. Myth. Yep, and it gets another shot here. Um that was even worse. That's a nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um there- Oh, wait, actually it's three ranged attacks. Great. I'm gonna roll one more time, I think that was much better. That was um an 18 plus stuff, so that is go-
3: yeah, that, that'll that do.
0: Yeah, okay, <laughs> so uh, that is going to be d eight. That's seven points of piercing damage to you. Yeah, that's that's their turn. Okay, uh, next up is Molon actually. So, Molan, after getting a chouch, kinda goes, ow, and then um, they're going to, you know, of course, go for Aiden, because right there, and uh, he's gonna pull out this very large sword and take a swing at you.
4: Oh, I don't like the look of that.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is a 16.
4: <clears throat> that is not going to hit because a mage armor is up.
0: Okay. That's going to roll again. <laughs> um, well, even worse again. That's uh, Maybe that might be the phrase, of, <laughs> might be the phrase of the day. So that's going to be a 14 to hit. Not quite. Cool, 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 He swings, he misses and that's his turn, uh, I would like Azealia. to
4: wink at him as he misses.
0: He kind of
1: grumbles. <laughs> He's not happy. Celia, uh, you're up. Uh, fantastic. All right. The one that is not heavily armored. Um, I would yeah. like to try and grab him with my talons and fly 50 feet straight up in the air. Holy shit. Um... <laughs> Make a
0: grappling check, I guess. I,
1: I can do that. Is that yeah.
0: athletics? Yes. Uh, I that guess would versus be a 17. Dexterity, so I'm trying to avoid you. You said a 17?
1: Yes. Gracious. <gasps> I rolled a natural 20. <laughs> oh. Um, Alright, so instead of grabbing him, since I was not able to do that, I won't use my movement to fly straight up. Um, Hmm. however, I will reach out, um, and try and cast Inflict Wounds on him. Okay. Um, is there any save for that? I attack. It's a, it's an attack roll. Oh. Does a 24 hit? Whoa. Yeah, it does. It definitely (laughs) did. If it, (laughs) it did not, we would would be be running. Yeah. (laughs) Twenty
0: necrotic damage. Twenty points of necrotic damage.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh...
3: Whoa! Do not mess with Twilight Birdman. Whoa!
1: No! No!
0: Wow!
4: Yeah, it's a it's a strong subclass, is what that is.
3: Yeah. Yes, it is. You really, you
0: really. And I know you're not you're you're not a toilet enchanter, but you really <laughs> shed on the. Shit, shit on the solutions that I'm telling it. Um, yeah, it they're 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 dead slash unconscious. They like turn cool. into a scaly husk. Um, cool, cool, cool. Sounds and Molan next to next to him goes no, sister. <laughs> then he turns back angrily,
3: <laughs>
0: or looks up angrily. I guess since you're in the air, he looks
1: up angrily. I'm gonna laugh. Uh. Great, you do that. (laughs) (laughs) I said you had another option, and it was your choice to do this. Mullen is just like, you still have the option to run. Uh Uh-huh. Tell that to your dead sister. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Falketh,
0: it's your turn.
2: Uh, yeah, I will uh, draw my morning star out and uh, saunter up to uh, Molen. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't I don't like that he tried to cleave my halfling friend in half, which would That'd make him a quarterling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: technically, it doesn't change my biology any. It would just make me a bit shorter.
1: Well, that yeah. would change your biology That's... in it of itself.
2: <laughs> I'm going to assume an 11 oh doesn't hit.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, that does not hit. Right.
3: He's so distracted Oops. by his own joke, he can't hit. I, I,
2: am. I am. We'll try again. We'll try again. How about a 19? He's, gonna
0: He's so going to parry. So it would have hit, but it does not. So as you go in, he lifts his gigantic sword and blocks it
2: all right i don't i don't appreciate that but that's the end of my turn i can't do anything else too all
0: right well you're you're right there uh dahlia your turn
3: all right well first i'm going to bonus action hunter's mark the archer in the bush um i am going to fly up uh, I can go up 30 feet because I have flying speed. I want to fly up. But I want to be, like, kind of bit in the covers of the tree, so I will have some cover at the end of my turn. And I am going to shoot okay. two arrows down at said archer. Uh, so I got a 26 on the first.
0: That'll hit.
3: And a 19 on the second.
0: That will also hit.
3: All right. I don't take kindly into being shot at because I'm the one doing the shooting. So we've got seven plus. So I got seventeen.
0: Plus, seventeen
3: points of damage. Oh uh, no! Yeah, I gotta do my hunter's mark. Seventeen plus oh, sure. eight is twenty-five.
0: Okay. Yeah, you do You do that damage. You do twenty-five damage, and um, Archer's not happy. Got a lot of arrows stuck in stuck in there. Where were you aiming?
3: Yeah, I was aiming right right down at him, so I'm probably hitting, you know, if he's crouched, his neck is back area.
0: Yeah, probably he like the neck, the you know, like the shoulders, like kind of all yeah, over the area. Yeah, you know, Kind of yeah. sticking up. Yeah. It's like he's like a little porcupine. Um, yeah, man, he
3: started it. I didn't even say anything. I just was in the woods, got shot in the back twice. Karma. Yeah. Karma.
0: Uh... So, yeah, and then it's uh, Frisette's turn. Uh, They're just gonna back away. (laughs) Um,
2: We are here to protect.
0: That's probably wise. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's like, I think you got it.
1: I know they told us that it was a diplomatic mission, but I mean, I did cast a diplomatic inflict wounds. Just gonna put that out there.
0: Yeah, no I'm pretty sure these guys are like or and we're, I mean they they look like they're trying to kill us. So it gets oh, fine. Perfect.
3: Cool. They cool. asked nicely just to move out of the road. So really, you know, if they had yeah. just moved it's all yeah. their fault for not following our yeah. our request.
1: I mean, right, I mean right. like our our
0: our diplomacy is with the with uh the people of Zane, not <laughs> but like
1: not yeah. them. So I mean, I will say the one on the ground did agree with me after I cast the diplomacy spell. Yes. She did move.
0: Yeah. I guess. I guess, right. I guess you're right. Very I guess you're right. Very, very smart. Wow. Okay. I'm just gonna be over there. You keep diplomacying,
1: Aiden. It's your turn again. Cool. That sounds like a plan. <laughs> yeah.
4: All right. So I've got uh, just a very quick question because I've got a spell. that has got a very long range, and I just mm. want to know. Um, If I uh, did a little dance around to the backside of um, uh, Molin, how far away would the uh, third person be? The one who's hiding uh, kind of in the bushes right now. And would I know that they're there? Additional question.
0: Yeah, I would say that you know that they're there because they're not like hiding. They're just in the bushes. Sure. (laughs) Um, I'd say that the archer is 60 feet from where y'all are at the moment.
4: All right. Uh, that's great to know. So I'm uh, going to just look at uh, this this gentleman in front of me. I think we said they were a gentleman. Uh, Molin and I'll be like, um, yeah. you know, this is your last chance. This is your last chance right here. Uh, you have exactly 0.5 seconds to get off the road or uh, you're going to be sorry that you didn't. And I'll wait 0.5 seconds. Have they responded or moved off the road?
0: I will avenge Marion
4: All right. Perfect. Perfect. So I'm just going to... uh, uh, The benefit of being a halfling is I can move through other people's spaces because I'm quite short. And so I'll kind of like faint to the left and then run right between his legs. And as I uh, pop out on the other side, I'm going to... um, dig into a little pouch that I keep on my on my belt and pull out a tiny little, uh, it's a lightning bug uh, as you can see. It's got the little, little glowy bit and I'm going to take it into my palm, smash it against the uh, crystal on my staff and reach it out forward uh, through um, this one right in front of me at the one in the back and I'm going to cast lightning bolt. It is a 100 mm. foot range spell um, uh, and it Hot is damn. one large Bolt of Lightning that should um, uh, require a dexterity saving dexterity, throw from the right, both of yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes.
0: I am familiar with the spell. Um, well, <laughs> I rolled a 9 for the archer. Alright. And let, let's see if Molin gets out of the way. Oh, a 19.
4: Right. Molin will take uh, 10 points as half damage. And then okay. the archer will take a full twenty um, electric lightning damage. And as this happens, I'll pull back uh, my staff, holding it in my hands, and I'll just, I'll just say, "So, anyways, uh, would you like to step off the road now?" Too late. And that's my turn.
2: <laughs> that was close, Dang. though, Aiden. that Dang. almost got me.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> fuck if you feel almost like you're like filled with static electricity just from being that close to like the lightning.
4: I um, oh, never would have hit you. I
2: know what I'm doing.
3: <laughs>
1: He's Amazing. a professional. I'm, sure, I'm
2: sure you do. It was this close.
3: Your hair's all <laughs> sticking up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's going out of the place.
0: <laughs> okay, well, it is, it's the archer's turn. They're somehow still alive, but barely. And <laughs> they're going to aim... They're gonna aim at um Dahlia. Really wanna take at least one of y'all down. So um they're just gonna roll three times. Let's see what we do. Uh,
3: I have cover, oh. so they should have disadvantage, so yeah.
0: Oh, oh, I forgot about that. Well
4: mm-hmm.
0: um that's a fail. The first one was a five. Um that was a natural one. And let's see. And that was a six. This, this archer can, like, he's so smoky, like, so shocked like he can barely hold his bow. It's just, like, effectively, like, lost control of his muscles as he tries to aim. Okay, now it's Molin's turn. At least he's a better
1: lightning rod than shot. <laughs> <laughs>
4: that was a good one.
2: Amazing.
0: Yeah, so now it's Mullen's turn, and he is going to kind of try to turn and attack Aiden again, because fight the thing that hits is is what he does. Okay, um, that is going to be a 14 to hit.
4: Uh, not quite. Um, I, I will just kind of step away as my little no, magical barrier. I'm sorry, barrier.
0: It's a 24. Oh, a 24.
4: That is certainly going to hit. Um, that is... I um... <laughs> forgot,
0: forgot that one in front of that nine there. Um... Hey,
4: you know, that's fair. Mass is, is hard.
0: Simply,
2: is is yeah, within hard. five feet of me? Because I can use a reaction to reduce the damage, hopefully.
0: Um. You, you were just
2: on the backside of that guy, right? On the backside yeah. of Alan? We're kind of on opposite
4: sides.
0: You're kind of on opposite sides. I think Molo's kind of between y'all. Um, okay. So I'm not sure how that would work. That's it.
4: that's all right. I'm I'm pretty tough. Don't worry about me.
0: Okay. Let's see.
4: <laughs> it's the last thing he ever says. That's,
0: that's twelve. points of slicing <laughs> slashing damage for the first attack.
4: All right. I'm I'm a little bit tough.
0: Uh, the second <laughs> attack. He. <laughs> the second attack uh, is a nine to hit. So, that's-
4: oh, okay, all right, all right. That one I'll be like, whoo, whew, whew I'll, I'll wipe my brow, and uh, you could see there were there were little beads of sweat there. But uh, I'm I'm less I'm less nervous now. Um, now that that one missed.
0: Yeah, he's a little annoyed at himself. Um, Zelia, go for it.
1: Fantastic. All right, so i am going to cast guiding bolt um so it is okay. it's another attack roll um mm-hmm. so let's see how this works oh that is the 22. who are you hitting uh molin
0: oh um, yeah that okay should...
1: yes. all right That's what I'm rolling. <laughs> so that is sixteen radiant damage. And okay. who, uh, if he's not uh, dead, then whoever attacks him next, uh, gets advantage on their next attack. He is not dead yet. He's not looking great, but he's not dead.
0: Not dead yet. Yeah, no, that that Marion died real fucking fast, but these other these <laughs> other two are a little bit more resilient. Um <laughs>
2: I, uh, well, I'll move around, uh, Molin to where I'm within five feet of, uh, Aiden. Uh, but now I will bonus action Hunter's Mark, because as a Vengeance Paladin, you apparently get that. Sweet. And, uh, advantage with my Morning Star, right? And try to clobber this guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, nineteen again. Perry. All right, yeah, figured. Annoying. And <laughs> second attack is going to be much less. I am not having luck with uh, with this. I'll, I'll keep we'll distracting him life. for you, Aiden. <laughs> Zap him again. So I've
4: I've I've uh, I guess technically this would be a bit of a stretch to the rules, um. But I am a, a wild magic yeah. uh sorcerer. Uh, which means that I have an ability uh, once per long rest, I can gain advantage on an attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. Could I extend that advantage to my uh, companion? Um, because I would very much like to see uh, him, uh, you know, hit something with that weapon there. If I could assist him in some capacity, <laughs> I, would, I would be so, happy to.
0: So fun fact about wild magic sorcerers, actually at some point there is technically a skill, a metamagic skill you can use to... Add a little bit to someone's roll, but you know what? I think uh, for the sake of this, I will say that you can, you can, you can do that thing.
4: All right. So then I'll uh, use my my tides of chaos, and uh, as I see this this strike is about to swing wide, I'll just be like, um, I'll just kind of channel my magic energy to give you a a chance to re-roll that attack, and perhaps it'll be a little better. <laughs> You've
0: realize, doomed though, me. That <laughs> giving me the cape. <laughs> You realize you you're doomed me the capability me to capability to uh, cause chaos
2: at any time. Oh, that's totally chaos. fine. My arm has gone limp <laughs> as I roll a nine. You rolled ah! a nine.
3: Oh! <laughs> I've tried. Oh my God. To be fair, this isn't how you usually
4: play, though.
3: <laughs> um,
4: how how many wild magic surges do I need to roll? <laughs> I
0: mean, you just you just rolled one. <laughs> all right, that's
4: what we'll do. Um, we'll we'll do that. I very love quick. this table. It's right. it's one of my favorites. Um, so all right. for
0: folks who don't know what's happening, while uh, while he pulls up the table to roll, essentially, when you're a wild magic sorcerer, every once in a while, if you try to affect fate, um, sometimes fate bites back, which essentially means that he loses control of his magic and has to roll um, a basically two d tens and add them together and then whatever they get is whatever's on the chart and that random thing just happens out of everyone's control. So, Aiden, what I have rolled, unpredictable thing happens.
4: A 46, which means Ooh. that I cast Levitate on myself. <laughs> okay. And so as I uh, try to magically alter uh, what has just happened, my feet leave the ground and I begin to float up five, 10, 15, 20 feet into the air. Um, and just because it's entertaining, I'll say I can't control where I go.
0: Amazing. You have lost the ability to interact with gravity. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Is what, is basically what you've just described. Um, incredible. Okay. Uh, everyone's kind of looking at you like, well, uh, Dahlia. I'm
4: looking back at him, but going, what, what's just happened?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to uh, shoot a couple arrows at that guy hiding in the bush. Mm-hmm. So. Shoot. Ooh. Uh, 14 hit?
0: Just under.
3: Okay, uh, I'm assuming 21's gonna hit, though.
0: Yeah, that'll definitely hit.
3: Okay, so. Alright, that's only uh, 13 piercing damage.
0: Well, you know what? Only 13 is just enough. Um, Any extra flourishes as you uh, kill this archer?
3: Um, As it goes down and stabs him through, I'm going to say, ah, shish kebab dragon. And then I am going to wave at Aiden and ask if he needs assistance getting back down to the ground.
0: All right, then. Um, So that's another one down. There's only one standing and he's like... Very overwhelmed. Aiden. it's your turn.
4: Now that I'm floating in the air, I've got a bit of a challenge here um, uh, to um, do much that I'd like to do. Um, but I think what we will do um, is I'm just going to uh, cast one of my uh, my cantrips. I'll, I'll cast Ray of Frost at um, uh, Molin, the one, the one uh, right in front of me. Well, not right in front of me anymore. He's about 15 feet beneath me at this point as I am um, kind of dangling, I imagine, I ma- I imagine him dangling. Um, so uh, I'll, I'll roll to hit, and that is not great. I've rolled a natural one for a total oh. of nine, if it makes any difference.
0: Mm-mm. That doesn't make much <laughs> of a difference.
4: Well, um, my ray of frost will just hit the ground and I'll, I'll just kind of droop my head sadly as I continue to hang and dangle in the air uh, you, with no um, ability yeah. to control my direction.
0: You, you, as you shoot the ray of frost, you miss, but you shoot with enough force that like you start, you set yourself spinning. So you're like spinning in the air a little bit. Yes,
4: <laughs> it's like that scene from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory where they're floating in the bubble room, and he's just like, oh, what? Hold, hold. How, can anybody help me? Hello? I'm just floating.
0: <laughs>
4: right. Exactly.
0: <laughs> All right. Mullen. Mullen's on the case, and he's gonna attack Falgit because a i this in range. All right, here we go. Seven. <laughs> not, no,
2: not gonna do it. <laughs> I can't hit you. You can't hit yeah. me, or even. <laughs> Telling
0: you these rolls. Uh, and that is a fourteen. Duh. No. Swinging and he's missing. He's lost. <laughs> both
1: of both of us sibs today. He's not doing well. Celia. Uh, All one. right. I would like to use my interact with object action to take my rope and tie it around Aiden. Sure. Okay. Cool. And while doing that, I'm going to say, why don't you leave the flying to those of us with wings? Gladly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I would like to shoot a cantrip um, at. Molin, can I okay. please have him make me a wisdom saving throw? Oh, wisdom save! All right, here we go.
0: I I, I can't believe it—a natural twenty <sighs> of all
1: times. <laughs> well, uh, my thing does not do anything, but now I am not letting Aiden float away, so that's that's good at least. Four, yeah, <laughs> score there. Okay,
4: yeah, Is that your turn. Yes.
1: Um, I would like to use, I have one more thing I, to cast for my actual bonus action. Uh, okay. I would like to cast my Spiritual Weapon. Okay. What
0: does your Spiritual Weapon look like?
1: Um, it's gonna look like a giant talon, like, claws. Cause that's mainly what I use, so. Nice. Um, yeah. I'm into a Falketh.
0: Gonna take us home? Let's see.
2: Uh, probably not, but we'll, we'll try. <laughs> try the old morning star. Well, maybe, maybe a 22?
0: That hits. A parry cannot help him now.
2: Well, Yay. then to drive this home, because I'll probably never get another chance to hit this guy, I will, I will second level <laughs> smite him as well.
1: <laughs> you got, so got, got a, a real Hunter's bad
2: man now. Yeah. Uh, so he's gonna take twelve uh, damage from the Morning Star and the Hunter's Mark, and then uh, from the Divine mm-hmm. Smite is uh, going to be eleven.
0: Yep. 11 um. Radiant. Any additional flourishes to you finally taking down Molan? <laughs>
2: Now, now your family goes home with no siblings.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I told you, you to move. vengeance
2: against your own misses. Yes, exactly. That's what I do. I miss a whole bunch, and then I take my vengeance on that. Amazing.
3: He's <laughs> just a slow starter. I finish strong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Congratulations, you did that uh, for set. was hanging over by the side, just comes over and says, wow, I feel very safe.
4: From about 20 feet in the air, I'll say, you should, (laughs) we're very capable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, as someone who has no magical capability, and literally all I know how to do is talk, um, very impressive. So, uh, let's go meet these people,
1: yeah? Start learning stuff? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, just uh, don't tell them about our, about our the last time we met people. That didn't really end so well.
2: Oh, well, this yeah. was just forceful diplomacy. <laughs> Talking about it ended amazing.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> you... the, one, the one is <laughs> there. This I one smashed that... into the ground.
1: Hey, at least they all ended up in the same place, right?
2: Yes, mm-hmm. dead.
1: Yep. <laughs> Shh we'll They're not supposed to know that mode. part.
2: Oh. Sometimes it's a diplomacy. Way. Intimidation.
1: We're supposed to use gentle diplomacy.
2: Amongst my people that could be considered.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more about your people.
1: <laughs>
2: we fight a lot.
1: <laughs> I can see that. They do. Do they also miss a lot, or is that just you? Yes,
2: that is why more of us are alive than are not.
0: <laughs> oh, and that's going to be the end of this of the game. Congratulations, you did it. That was perfect. <laughs> thank you. Thank you Yay. so much. Oh, How was you. that? How was the battling? How was the rolling? Did you survive all the terrible rolls? Because I did not clearly. Um... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, I feel like we all survived. I'm not quite sure if uh, if uh, pride survived, but uh, you what know. are you
2: talking about? I he smashed into the ground at the end. I'm quite happy with myself.
1: <laughs> Guys, you're like I'll finish this. <laughs> <laughs> Playing whack-a-mole. Yeah,
4: I can tell you that Aiden's pride is uh, not intact right now. As you will need to drag him around like a balloon for the next nine and a half minutes or so, until the levitate spell wears off, and then he will drop to the ground unceremoniously, um, and probably be very quiet for the rest of the trip.
1: <laughs> Zelia will probably fly him back down instead of letting him drop, because <laughs> she was she was the one dragging him around. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, first <it's> aid <laughs> surveillance. Technically, if you just kind of pull them along
4: for a little bit, That's I can true. see everything from up here.
3: <laughs>
0: so are these always... characters that y'all play together often, or is this just like uh, you created these and now you're just? This one's around. brand
2: new for me. Just,
0: it just feels so. It just feels so like natural that I'm just kind of like, oh, this feels like a well-established party already.
4: Aiden is a character I use for one shots, like at conventions and stuff. So I I play him pretty mm-hmm. regularly. Um, anytime I've got a one shot to plug in a little magic user, I, I bring my little halfling sorcerer boy. Fun.
3: Uh, I I played... play rangers all the time. That's they make fun of me for that. So just a <laughs> ranger, but different race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh,
1: I'm the opposite. I play Arakocres all the time, but all different. Uh, classes, but uh, Zelia is a, is a character that I've played a couple of times, so, nice. um,
0: yeah. I think we're about at the end of the hour here, so we should sign off the air, but uh, it has been an absolute pleasure to have all of y'all here from Jasper's Game Day. Uh, make sure everyone to go check out the virtual Winter Fantasy event happening February 4th, 7th. Where can they go to learn more about that, and where can they go to uh, follow you, pay attention to the things that y'all are doing, either in the organization out of the organization, spiel away.
1: Like I said at the beginning um I'm Fenway Jones, also known as Fenway the teen d m on twitter uh also Jasper's Game Day on all of the social medias. You can also go to jaspersgameday.com, dot com that is where we have uh, information about all of our events, everything that's coming up, everything that you could buy in the store um that sort of thing fun times uh yeah make sure to go check that out also um just kind of remember uh that one you are not a critical failure and two you do not have to roll initiative alone those are our our mottos and i wanted to make sure to throw those in there
0: well um on that beautiful little note, uh we'll sign off and say thank you to those listening for being here at gameplay radio here on radio free brooklyn um take care of yourselves take care of each other and just generally take care. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.